The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. This is the Insulone Podcast, where I, Owen Costello, try to redefine diabetes. In this week's episode, what are three to five things I know consistently have a positive impact on my blood sugar, on my mood, on my energy every day? And then you can say, how can I flip that or how can I turn that into something that I can do anywhere? But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Insulone Podcast. And myself and Graham have just been talking for the last 30 minutes. And we had a definite idea for the episode that we were going to do. And I had a definite plan. We knew exactly what we were going to do. And then within the last 30 seconds, I've pulled the reins and I said, you know what, let's press record. Something else has come to my mind because something else has just come to my mind. So we're doing a completely different episode right now because this has been very relevant in conversations that I've been having recently. So Graham, I know the suspense is probably building in your own head, but what do you think it could be? This is the first time ever we've pressed record and I have no idea what you're about to say. <laughs> like we were just chatting there, as you said, and then out of, out of the blue, just go, right, no, no, I'm pressing record. Here we go. I'm just going to tell you on air. So what could be relevant right now? Well, I know this is an international podcast. I was going to say if it was just Ireland, it would be how to navigate your blood sugars when it's absolutely freezing cold. It's like the coldest it's been in Ireland in so long. Right. I'm freezing. But I know it's <laughs> this is an international. It's worldwide. You're like the pit bull of diabetics, Mr. Worldwide. So I have no idea <laughs> where you're going with this. So uh, please inspire me. Inspire right. everyone well, listening. Let's not build it up too much, right? Because it, it's not overly exciting, but it is, I hope, very helpful during this time of year, all right? And within my program, this is a difficult time, right? Because the holidays are coming up, work inevitably gets manic, work gets chaotic, things get extremely busy around this time of year for a lot of people, right? And as a result of that, we're completely out of our routine. And we're completely 
out of the structure that we usually have throughout the year. And as a result, what I see is because work is busy, because there's more social events, because there's more alcohol probably being consumed or eating different types of foods, it takes us out of our routine. And as we know, and anybody listening and anybody living with diabetes or related to anybody living with diabetes knows that diabetes benefits massively from routine. But we cannot rely on routine to manage our diabetes because inevitably our routine changes throughout the year. So what we have gone through a good bit recently within the program and what I want to speak about right now on the podcast is essentially creating what I call like a mobile routine. Mm. Right? And what I mean by a mobile routine is something that you can stick to that benefits you regardless of who you're with, what you're doing, where you are, whatever's going on. I like it. It was worth the wait. Glad you like it, Graham. <laughs> mo- like it. Mobile routine. So what I see so often this time of year is, look, as I said, work is manic. There's more social events. Your, your motivation is down. Your desire to do anything is down. The days are darker. Like we've just said, the days are much colder. As a result, we're a lot less inclined to exercise. We're a lot less inclined to move. We're a lot less inclined to want to actually do anything. That usually benefits us throughout the year. And as a result, that can have and will have a negative impact on mood, energy, performance, etc. Mm-hmm. So when you have a mobile routine, that essentially is something that you can stick to with whatever's going on. So for example, my mobile routine could consist of drinking water, super boring, but effective. Making sure I, I get my steps in, pretty boring, but effective. Making sure I train somehow, carb count where I can, pre-bolus where I can. For example, those things take up a minimal amount of time in your day. But the return on investment you get from doing these small things is massive. And I actually put up a video on Instagram last night specifically talking about pre-bolus. Nobody actually wants to pre-bolus. Why would you want to pre-bolus? It's annoying. But the return on investment you get with that 15 minutes prior to taking your first bite where you take your insulin, you wait, for example, using myself as an example, I wait 15 minutes, then take my first bite. Regardless of what I'm doing, that's always in my control. I can always make the decision to do that. Yes, it can be inconvenient at different times. I could be at a restaurant. I could be at a friend's place, whatever it is. But I, and (laughs) this is me, but I will not eat food unless I pre-bolus. Because for me, I value how my blood sugar behaves over the next one, two, three, four hours more than eating my food 15 minutes earlier. So having a mobile routine could be completely dependent on you, your schedule, what benefits you, what you know 
has a positive impact on your health or your blood sugar or your performance or your mood or your energy. But if you have a mobile routine, essentially look at it like pillars that kind of keep your blood sugar in place or keep your blood sugar stable to a certain extent. Because this time of year, it's easy for people to say, ah, you know, it's the holidays, New Year's coming up, it's grand, whatever. I'll forget about it. I'll worry about it next year. And it's easy to be under the impression that the only way we can enjoy the holidays is if we completely sacrifice going to the gym, exercising, and actually making conscious decisions around our bloods. But we can do both. Right? And a lot of it ties into having that mobile routine. Again, it can, it can be something completely unique to you. But if you keep in your mind, right, what are three to five things that I know consistently I benefit from? What are three to five things I know consistently have a positive impact on my blood sugar, on my mood, on my energy every day? And then you can say, how can I flip that or how can I turn that into something that I can do anywhere? And the example I always use, because it's the best example, is a pre-bolus. I know people are probably sick of me talking about it on this podcast, but I want you to be sick of me talking about it on the podcast because I want it drilled into your head because (laughs) it's so important. And that 15 minutes or 30 minutes or however long you need to pre-bolus, take your insulin, wait, and then eat. It's one of the best things you can do for your blood sugar. And I was actually having a conversation with a client yesterday And we were talking about how, and particularly this time of year, because, you know, we're coming into the new year, it's it's a new year and people think of, or people kind of reflect on the year that they've had and look ahead at the year they may have and what they want to do, or if they want to change something or if they want to achieve something or whatever it is. And these kind of new year's resolutions that, that people do. And we were having a conversation yesterday and we were talking about how the habits that you have will take you further than anything else in your life. Because when it comes to getting in shape, when it comes to building muscle, when it comes to losing body fat, increasing your time and range, lowering your A1C, all these different things that people might want to do in relation to their health, these things don't happen overnight. And because they don't happen overnight, they're a relatively long process because, and I mean this in the best way possible, there's no finish line. And because there's no finish line, you want to consistently have habits that are in line or aligned with what you want to achieve, who you want to be, the type of person you want to be, or the type of person you want to see yourself as. So if somebody's, if somebody's goal is to lower their A1C or to just be more confident in their diabetes management and feel better ultimately because that's what this is all about, there's no finish line with that. You want to always feel good as often as you can, as frequently as you can. So the habits that you have daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is, need to be in line with who you want to be, how you want to feel, what you want to achieve. So 
if you have values around the habits that you're creating or the old habits that you're breaking or the new habits that you're trying to build, have them in line with how you want to see yourself. And one of the best quotes that I've heard recently, I was on this kind of like Zoom mastermind thing and we were going through all sorts of stuff. And one of the best quotes, if I, what do you say? If I remember correctly, it was like, self-confidence comes from the reputation you have of yourself. Ooh, that's good. Isn't it? That's brilliant. I knew you'd like that one, Greg. Yeah, yeah. And I was I like, like oh, that. Gee, that makes, it. that's spot on in my eyes. You know, and the reputation that we have of ourselves comes from consistently doing whatever it is, consistently doing certain things that benefit us, consistently doing things that we may not want to do at the time, yeah. but we know they're in line with what we want to achieve, who we want to be, what we want to become, whatever it is. And again, this... And, and even the conversation that I was having yesterday, these don't have to be things that you want to achieve in a, in a selfish way. And what I mean by that is the conversation that I was having yesterday was like this person wanted to benefit her own health so that it benefits her family's health. And when we feel better, we're more energized, you know, we've, we are more flexible, we've, we're, we're happier overall. It doesn't just benefit us, it benefits the people around us too. So your values could be, I want to be a better son or daughter. You know, I want to be a better husband or wife, I want to be a better parent. And sometimes the habits that you're trying to create or stick to need to be in line with that. And that could be I'm not in the mood, but I know if I go out for a walk, I'll feel better. I'll have more energy. I'll be less irritable towards people around me. I know I've kind of gone off topic from, from the mobile routine. No, I was, because I was thinking, <laughs> I was going to bring you back to the mobile routine <laughs> yeah. because, but I was enjoying what you were saying there. Some really, really good points. But let's go back to the mobile routine and let's get some pillars <laughs> so people can focus on exactly what they need to do over the holidays, you were talking about pre-bolus. I presume another one of the pillars will be exercise. And I understand if people go to the gym a lot on their regular Monday to Friday and they're in routine, it's going to be different over the holidays. But I suppose movement is just another one, not just lazing around on the couch. Go for a walk, walk the dog. I've got a dog this year now. First Christmas, we have a dog. So I'll be doing a lot of walking the dog in family home. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, yeah, so, okay, yeah, in the family home. So I'll be doing that more so for exercise, more so just a little bit of Graham time as well. You know, just kind of get, get away and clear the head a little bit. So movement is a big one. And, and maybe this as well that I'm holding in my hand. Water. You can drink water wherever you go, even Absolutely. on a night out. 100%. The thing about these sort of habits that we can kind of build pillars from or have mobile routines from it's like the unfortunate thing about the habits that we benefit most from the vast majority of the time, they're not overly exciting. And because they're not overly exciting, it's like, well, why would I do that thing consistently? Because it, it doesn't have a dramatic impact short term. But I've already touched on 
how these things that we want to achieve or things that we want to do are long-term processes, essentially, with no finish line. Drinking more water every day isn't going to drastically change your life, but it will absolutely benefit you. Mm -hmm. And if you do that consistently, you're going to benefit from it. You're going to reap rewards of it. So for me, it's some sort of movement or exercise. You do not have to pump the gym six days a week. Even if you feel like over the holiday season or the holiday period that you don't have as much time, right? Let's say somebody goes to the gym four times a week for an hour. But during the festive period, they just don't have the time. You don't have to go from four one-hour workouts to no workouts. Look at it as, okay, I don't have time to do four one-hour workouts. So do I have time to do two 30-minute workouts. And we don't have to have that all-or-nothing mentality where it's like, right, I have to do absolutely everything 100%. And then if if I don't do anything, then I'm a complete failure. And it's like, you feel as if you have to do everything all the time perfectly or else you can't do anything. So sometimes those workouts where you're not expecting to do a workout are the most satisfying ones because like if I go on a holidays for like I would gym regularly five times a week but on holidays you're not really expected to exercise but the odd time there will be a gym beside the place where myself and Claire are staying and we'll go do you know what we'll go in and do a 30 minute workout and that is more satisfying than the regular workout you do day to day because you weren't expecting it and you feel so much better after it and the same equates to over the holidays. I know me and my friend, John, when I go back to Mayo over the holidays, we always try and get in a gym session around St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day or the 26th around the world. And that feels so satisfying because really you shouldn't really be in the gym that day because, oh, it's the holidays. But when you do a quick session, you get out and then you feel like you can enjoy the rest of the day so much more. That's just for me anyway. And I think you will feel that because as you've said before in this podcast, on you never go in and do an exercise routine or go for a run and well 99.9% of the times anyway feel worse after <laughs> yeah. after getting your COVID jab <laughs> yeah after it 100% <laughs> yeah absolutely and that's important to remember and that's one of the main points that I want to even just get across today it's like remind yourself of the benefit of that workout even if it is only 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes you'll always benefit from it and like you've said yourself, Graham, when you go home and you do a workout that you weren't particularly planning on doing after you do it, you're like, whoa, I, I feel better off that because mm. A, it was a completely different type of workout that I'm used to. But B, because you did it and you weren't really expecting to do it, it's like an added bonus oh. to, to how you feel. It, honestly, it hits different. And if you're listening to this and you are out of routine and you're not in your usual home or maybe you're staying with relatives, just go for a walk that you weren't expected to do or a run or just something simple. And I guarantee you, be thinking of me. Be thinking of me. Say, oh, geez, I do feel better afterwards. But let's bring it back round on because you have been given some great information, but I want to really nail it down. Your pillars, your three pillars for the mobile routine because everyone is going to be everywhere over the holidays. What are your three pillars before we leave? Three pillars off the cuff. Movement, some sort of movement. Drinking your water. 
I already know you don't drink enough water, so drink more. <laughs> and a pre-bolus. Boom. And if it's, an a- again, an added bonus, if you can pre-bolus and carb count, please do it. But if you can't do both, make sure you do one. That's important to remember. If you can't do both, make sure you do one. And in my opinion, you can always pre-bolus. And again, much like the exercise, you may not want to do it in the moment, but remind yourself of the benefit of pre-bolusing. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You'll save yourself a lot of hassle with, with that rebound high following a meal that you have. Myself and Owen are at a wedding in two days, so don't you worry. I'll be keeping an eye on him, making sure, because we're mobile. We're, we're out of his routine. I'm going to make sure he's doing his three pillars, his pre-bolusing. Me and him, maybe after dessert, we'll go out, we'll do a run around Donnybrook in Dublin just to kind of get our movement done and we'll be drinking our water as well. I'll be doing it all bar the pre-bolus, but I'll be keeping an eye on Owen, making sure he's doing his three if pillars. You're, if you're around the Dublin area on Friday, just keep an eye out for two lads <laughs> doing sprints in suits around Dublin. <laughs> Making sure we get the exercise in. <laughs> Owen, nice one. I'm I'm not saying I'm pleasantly surprised, but I'm because I knew it was going to be good anyway. I'm delighted with that. That you just pressed record without me having any clue as about where we're going. The mobile routine, the three pillars. Have a great holiday. Absolutely. Definitely rambled a bit on that on that episode, but the main takeaway to take from this episode is look at a normal day in your life look at a number of different things that you do that you know you benefit from and then look at how can i create a mobile routine with these how can i turn these into actions decisions or habits that i can do regardless of where i am what i'm doing who i'm with because ultimately why you listen to the podcast is to better hopefully your diabetes management to better your health so mobile routine take it with you wherever you go we'll chat to you shortly have a good week have a good day look after your blood sugars we'll chat to you soon